0: Jim Britt and Jim Lutz had a vision, and the Change Book series was developed. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show with your hosts and personal coaches that'll show you how to bankroll your mind. Lawrence Pifkin and Rich Perry. Join Lawrence and Rich weekly as they interview the top co-authors from all over the globe who share their insights into self-empowerment with life-enhancing realizations that will touch every area of your life. We're live every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, what's going on everybody? Rich Perry here, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, the biggest man in Texas, Lawrence Pipkin. Lawrence, how are we doing today? Doing good, Rich. Why do I got
1: to be the, the biggest man in crime? What's that all about?
0: <laughs> no, I think no, you're, you're my partner in crime, and you're also oh, the biggest okay, guy in Texas. Oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
1: All right. I, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> all right.
0: Things are I mean, good. You're, you're,
1: Things are good, man.
0: Good, good. Glad to be here. Uh, how are things moving down there in the, in the southern world today?
1: Well, we're looking forward to Rich's move down sometime before the end of the year, so I'm trying uh-huh. to get the governor to say it's okay for someone from Philadelphia to, or Pennsylvania to move down here because we don't want you to bring your depressing <laughs> region of the world down to Texas. Right.
0: Well, as long as you're getting the party going and, you know, there's going to be champagne flowing and you're renting out resorts and things of that nature, because I'm expecting a warm welcome when I arrive in the zip code, you know?
1: See, well, that was an opportunity for you to to kind of plug your
0: uh, most depressing region of the
1: country. <laughs> I forgot. Thanks, so. though. Yeah, it, so go ahead today's, Go ahead and
0: do that. Today's, today's <laughs> such a good day. I didn't even want to talk about it. And the reason it's such a, a good day, other than it's uh, a bright and lovely October, is that we've got Kyle McHugh on the line today. And now we haven't had Kyle on the radio show today. All right, we haven't had him on the show yet. However, we're not going to do our typical interview style today. Today, we're going to do a really cool strategy and coaching call, and we're going to really talk to the listeners out there that are aspiring or new coaches, or they're aspiring or new authors or entrepreneurs, people that are brand new in the field And they really want to grow their business. And we're going to be talking about why it's important to connect with leaders and influencers in your field of expertise. And why it's important to collaborate with like-minded professionals to grow your business. So, Kyle, because we haven't had a chance to get you on for an interview, go ahead and give us a brief power bio of who you are, what you do, and then we're going to dive into this conversation a little bit deeper. Kyle, you there? I am here, and thanks, guys, <laughs> for having me on today. Definitely, definitely. So tell us about yourself, and, and also, too, I forgot to mention, Kyle is a co-author in Book 7, and his chapter is called Chasing Life. For those that haven't seen it yet, he's a co-author in Book 7, and his chapter is Chasing Life. Kyle, I'm sorry, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Sure, sure. So, I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. Um, I came out of the military and um, went to work at a landscaping business, and within a year, ended up buying the landscaping company from the guy I was working for. Um, Spent a little bit of time doing that and decided I wanted to get into tech. I I live in uh, in the Silicon Valley, so I figured I should probably get into tech since that's where we're at. Uh, Jumped into that. It was only a few years afterwards where I uh, started my first dot-com and um, you know, kind of uh, went from there. But I've worked, you know, in the tech world. I've worked uh, dot coms. Um, I I have owned two nutritional supplement companies. I've done infomercials. Um, I've been I've been doing this for for quite a while, and my focus has always been the sales and marketing side. So I've spent uh, a lot of time figuring out whether it be radio or TV or internet. We made I made the jump from you know, radio and TV to the internet. And now I'm watching it all happen again, as we're, as we're jumping to uh, the the mobile phone and social media and stuff like that. But um, I've really focused a lot on how, the message and how to get the message, your, your company's message out. And, uh, and then how do you close it? Um, with During the time of my, uh, with my uh, infomercials, we had, I owned a couple of call centers. And so we had a lot of a lot of experience in, in working in different types of products and, and learning how to how to actually create the right story for your company and get it out there. So today, I have a, I'm have a partner in a marketing firm that is actually based out of Phoenix, Arizona uh, called Blue Fox Media, uh, and I do consulting on the side in marketing and sales. Um, outside of that, also with uh, some of the clients that I've had and kept uh, relationships with over the, year, the years here in the Silicon Valley. And then um, I I really enjoy spending my time really teaching and and helping uh, educate on marketing and how to get your story out there and how to actually get people, you know, drawn into you.
0: Awesome. Now, for our new and aspiring entrepreneurs, new and aspiring coaches that are listening right now, let's dive into this a little bit more. Tell them why it's important to really craft that story because I know I'm sure as you're someone in the business, you've seen it. I know I've seen it hundreds of times. So you've probably seen it thousands, all these webinars and experts out there that, you know, they make a lot of money. uh, I'm going to say encouraging, but maybe the word is convincing, trying to convince these people that oh you can you can start your business and it's gonna be super successful and you're gonna make all this money and clients are just gonna rain from the skies but it's really not like that. How important is it to craft that message to really market yourself in your in your niche and to utilize all these different forms of technology and, to really get your message out there, your story. Can you just dive into that a little bit more?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would say that your story is, you know, probably the most important thing that you're going to, um, you're going to craft. And not only is it important to craft the right story, but it's also important to learn how to tell the story, especially if you're a coach or a speaker uh, when you, and you're out you know, speaking to, to audiences. Um, it's just i mean it is just as important on a sales call uh, but when you 're speaking to a larger audience it 's really important to be able to- um, co- to connect and your story is what does that when you see these uh, these uh, you know these these guys out there that are connecting with and like you said you know convincing people um, it 's not the the what they 're selling it's the it 's the uh, the idea and the dream is what is actually getting there, and their story helps get people to connect with them, right? So, so right from the get-go, in order to in order for someone to make a decision on the other end, you have to to get them to attach to it emotionally, right? So you're not you don't you know I always I always tell people that uh, you know facts tell, stories sell. And the reason why I, I know this to be true. And it's so you know, every other uh, professional has been in sales and marketing out there is because I've done it with infomercials um, over and over again, we had a very specific formula. We, we hired and brought in some of the best of the best and they taught us the formula. This here's your formula. You know, you have to, there's a story and then there's social proof and then you put the facts down of what they're going to get. And you just, you just continuously loop this through in a long story. And what you're doing is in the mind of the person watching or if you're on stage or on a sales call, in, that, in their mind, they are crafting what their life is going to be like later on. And in the story part of it, you're not actually going to sell them on what, um, what that is that, that their dream is going to be. You're selling them on the fact that you are the person that is qualified to take them there. And that connection that they make with you and that belief that they have in you is going to shape whether or not they are going to, um, to move forward. I've had many a times over the years uh, uh, people I've worked with that have an incredible product. I mean, the, like something that you know, is going to you know, change the world, if you will, but they, can't, they couldn't craft the story or they cannot connect with, um, with the audience or with who they're trying to sell it with. Um, and that just it stops them. It stops them in their tracks. So, create crafting your story is one piece. Figuring out what is that? What's your why? What brought you to the point where you're at? How you learned everything that is that that you know that that it quali- makes you qualified to actually teach them, right? All those pieces are super important. But then learning how to tell it also. And and um, I always encourage anyone, especially well, if you're speakers, a lot of you that are already speakers and coaches and trainers have have. Have trained in this, um, but if you haven't, then this is something that we really look into: is, is how do I, um, how do I tell my story? How do I actually learn how to use inflection and, and, and uh, tonality and all these different pieces to tell your story? Because you can, again, you can have a powerful story, but if you just blow right through it and nobody's connecting with you, um, it's not, it's, it's not going to be as powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, Kyle, I'm curious. This is Laura. Oh, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I was only going to ask a follow-up in, do you think, and do you think a lot of these professionals out there, these experts that are creating these webinars, encouraging new people to come into the world of coaching and personal development, are they in some way, doing a disservice by not providing all of this information or by making it sound a lot more grand without really talking about how much work goes into it, because you are building a business. It's not, you're not just going in to be a coach or a speaker. I mean, you still have to operate as a business owner, as someone, as an entrepreneur. Do you you see a lot of people kind of doing a disservice or is it, I'm just curious on your view on that.
2: Well, what, I, what I've seen is uh, I have seen, I mean, there are a lot of quote unquote gurus out there that um, will, you know, tell you that they are, they're going to, they're going to, you know, show you exactly how to do it. And um, when you buy a, like say, a home study course or something like that, the, the problem with, with, with um, buying a, a course like that is you're going to learn that some of the techniques um, that come along with it, right? But uh, you can't you can't just give instruction and have someone learn exactly how to speak, right? It's like it's like when I um, work with somebody who's doing a voiceover or uh, do some kind of recording. I can hand them a script and they can have a great voice, uh, but I I still have to direct them on when to. Um, you know, when, when to slow down or when to pause for a second, you know, when to get kind of quiet or get real excited, you know, so we, and we'll do a lot of takes. And so there's kind of more to it. I, I, I do know that there are, there are guys out there that, um that their products are horrible uh, and I've seen them and, and they're just, uh, you know, they make, they make money, um, but they make money because they're great salespeople and they, they're selling a, a course or something they've, you know, kind of pulled together, but there are also a lot of incredible trainers out there that I've met that, uh, that I even, that I work with, I am friends with some of them and, uh, and they, uh, well at times, you know, give me tips about how to, how to do things. And I, you know, we, we kind of collaborate back and forth like we're talking about. Um, and so I do think that, yes, if you buy into, you know, it's, it's that, uh, that old saying, you get what you pay for. If you go out and buy a, you know, a $47 course on how to become a, you know, uh, influential, you know, speaker, uh, it's probably not, it's probably going to get you in the right direction. And, and, but I would, you know, you're going to use it to really start doing more research and finding the right people out there because they are, it is, it is hard. And it does take somebody looking at it. Like, you know, if you learn um, basic, you know, writing, copywriting, uh, and, and then you, you start, you start putting, you put a script together, um, even you know when you read it in your head, it's different than reading it out loud. And so when you read out loud, I like, oh, I don't like the way that sounds. Well, it's actually better to even have another party there with you that can listen to it and, and tell you the same. So I guess some of them are good. Some of them are bad. You have to kind of be, you know, you know, leery of, of of, of who you, um, who you, who you are buying from. And just, you know, I never, I, I educate myself all the time. I've bought, I buy $7 products and $17 products and $27 products because I, you know, I never know when there's going to be that one little nugget in there that I'm like, boom, that was worth it, right? Um, just, just, you know, look at it for that. So when you buy a product, if you're buying, a, a, you know, a $27 product or a $47 product, understand that you're not going to build your business off of that small product right there. But what it might do is exactly what we're talking about right now, where you have an introduction into somebody. You might get to listen to them talk, speak, and you connect with them. And then suddenly you're like, you know, I'm going to go to the next level and I'm going to contact this person and
1: see if I can, uh, you know, if it's good for me to have coaching with them or, or work with them one-on-one. That's excellent. And one of the things that I wanted to lead into from there was just that concept, that concept of then moving from being that solopreneur to actually collaborating with somebody. So one of the things that, that we find and that I've seen Um, in the changebook community is a lot of us, you know, we have this grand idea of everything that we want to do. And and you learn that you have to dial that in. And, you know, people talk about niche this, niche that, and you're like, well, how do I dial it in? And uh, I think one of the ways to dial that in is to collaborate. So how do you move then from being, or can you tell the people listening how you would move from this grand solopreneur idea to one of collaboration and what that does for you.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's I mean, collaboration is so, so important. And I think that um, we all get stuck in our own heads uh, a lot of times with being worried that you're going to somehow let your secret out and people are going to be like, Oh, Hey, I just learned the secret. I'm going to take over the, I'm going to be able to take their customers now and this and that. Uh, most of the time when you're a, a, a coach or, or a trainer a speaker, people connect with you because of your um, your personality I mean, and, and who you are. They have to like you. People like people that are like them and that they're thinking the same way or who have been through the same type of story. So even if you are collaborating with somebody um, and they learn tricks from you that are helping you out, they're, they're still probably not going to dive into your market and, and take away from, from you. And if they do, the same thing is going to probably happen – opposite direction you're going to to get some um but you get some back from them um and then also well i I just say this the collaboration side that we over years um you'll find some people that you connect with right out of the gate that you can immediately find something to do with them you're like okay i can hey here's a way we can partner right now i have a list that's uh, very similar to yours and i can email your um, you know, email it to get people into your webinar, and we can, you know, do some sort of affiliate program there, some sort of a split, right? Those are easy ones you just get right out of the gate. The ones that I have found over the years that um, have paid off the most are the longer-term relationships. And so what I do is I anybody who wants to reach out to me, um, you know, in the change community, i put it out with Jim and Jim uh, before, anyone who wants to reach out, I'm I'm, uh, willing to jump on a call, talk about their marketing, you know, figure out what they're doing and and just give them some pointers or whatever. Uh, And so um, they're like, aren't you worried you're going to get overwhelmed? And I said, no, I said, this is how I build relationships with people because maybe somebody's starting out today and they don't know exactly what they're, what they're, um, what they need to do. But if they, if I, if they get in the right, go in the right direction, if I can steer them right, so they're not just out Um, getting bad information from, you know, people on YouTube and this now where they're just finding free information, um, which isn't bad. I'm just saying that sometimes you get steered down the wrong path. If I can help move them along and we connect, I never know down the line where that's going to come back around to me. And the majority of, I have business relationships right now that pay off Um, 15 years ago when I had the, the two supplement companies, I have relationships in that industry that I kept all along. And I have clients now, who, when they come in and need something, I can just make these introductions and make it and make my value as my business that much higher. And so collaborating on one side, you know, you're able to put together business deals and relationships. But on the other side of it, you create friendships and relationships with people that that are like minded and that you're, you're driving and you can kind of. Um, use them as accountability coaches or or, or whatnot, right? So I have, uh, you know, friends in the industry that are, you know, ten times the, uh, their their companies are ten times the size of mine, and their names are just massive, massive marketing names out there, and they're not afraid to call me out on something if I didn't, if I'm not doing it right, or if they don't think they don't agree with it or something, and and it helps me stay in check. And so collaboration is is huge on so many different fronts. Uh, I cannot stress enough how important it is for people to really, um, you know, to reach out, especially in the change community. I, I don't know if everybody really understands how how um, huge the the opportunity is there because you have hundreds of of, of authors that, that not only can you reach out to and try to you know uh, create a, a business relationship with and collaborate with but you can actually do the research on them ahead of time. I and mean, we're not even talking about, I'm going to have to go Google your name and figure out who you are and all stuff. Open the book up and look at the chapter and you can understand, is this somebody that I would want my business to be, um, you know, that I would want to partner with or I, I would want a JV on something with? Um, it, it's so much, so easy to do, you know, especially in our community.
0: Certainly. And I mean, that's, how Lawrence and I started working together because, you know, we have been friends and colleagues for, you know, a couple of years. We trained together uh, with the Tad James company. And then it wasn't until we both got invited by Jim and Jim to be a part of the uh, change. And we ended up getting in the same book. And then, you know, there were times when we were calling each other and sharing ideas and articles and things of that nature. And, I mean Lawrence help me out here. I don't even remember how it started, but eventually one of us just said, "Why aren't we doing this professionally? Why aren't we in business together?" And it's as simple as that. And Kyle, you said it beautifully when you said, you know, reach out to people, connect, collaborate and see how you can help each other because it's it's all about that JV and a lot of I see a lot of entrepreneurs that they have that mindset that they need to do it all on their own and it really is it doesn't need to be that way. I mean, when you try and do it all on your own, I mean, you're just going to experience that overwhelm and stress. I mean, no one can do it all on all on their own. You look at the most successful entrepreneurs coaches People in the personal growth space, they still have teams behind them. And uh, Kyle, I'm sure you can, you know, because you've worked with a lot of them, they all have their marketing teams or their sales teams or just people underneath them and people on both sides because it helps you get out of that comfort zone. And, And just like you said before, having that outside perspective allows you to see, hey, maybe I could be doing this better, you know, and you have that rapport with someone who's gonna call you out or that's going the they're, they're going to share some advice like, hey man, do it this way or hey, do it that way instead and you'll you'll see better results. I encourage all people out there to just look and 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 see who, who's in my field. Who can I mix and mingle with and Share ideas with I mean it's it's that whole mastermind principle of you know coming together in unified harmony and just sharing ideas and helping everyone in the group grow uh, right Kyle, what now now you've got an interesting story in that you've known Jim and Jim for a while. is that correct like when you when you came into the change book series, you'd already had uh, previous relationships with them and, and that's how you were introduced to the community?
2: Yes. I, um, so I've known Jim Britt for, for quite a while, um, uh, for for years. And I worked with him on uh, one of his products, uh, the power of letting go a while back. And then uh, when, when they started one of their other companies, uh, I was, they asked me, they brought me in to, to run the company. And so I came in and, and uh, as president ran one of their companies for a couple of years um, so, you know, I've, I've been around uh, and been friends with these guys for, for a while. And so when they first approached me about the change and said, you know, here's what we're thinking and here's what we're talking about doing, um, I you know, as a, as a, as a business model, uh, I thought, you know, this is amazing because if you can uh, really educate the community on, on working together, you can grow this mass. I mean, this this community would grow massive, I mean, fast and huge uh, because when, you know, I have an example of this in another sector of a friend of mine, who's a a trainer in the financial community. And he, um, he did the same type of, he does the same type of collaboration where he pulls in three different types of people, investors and buyers and uh, different, you know, different types that all need each other. And then he creates these courses around how, to do all this work together, but then on, at all of his live events, when he brings everybody into these live events, um, he's introducing them to each other. And so this, this community, I was at one of his events, he had 300 people in the room. And uh, I remember I was standing in the back and he said, Hey, before I get started uh, by, by a show of hands, can you, can you guys, you know, let me know if you're working with anybody else in the room and every person, all 300 people in that room raised their hands and said, I'm working with somebody else in this room. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons he's so successful. So when I saw what Jim and Jim were doing, I thought this is amazing because there are so many people that, um, like you're talking about, are working on their own right now or they're doing their best to uh, find the right information. Sometimes it doesn't take a guru to tell you. It takes the guy next to you that's done it. You know, and it's like, you know, I've been doing, (laughs) you know, I started on direct on on email uh, list building a year and a half ago. And it was a nightmare in the beginning, but here's the here's the three things I found that that are helping me now, and just those three things can help you kick off and get to the next level. And that's like you know the keywords you said earlier, which is so important is masterminding because you know that is um, probably the most powerful thing that I am involved with is is masterminds where I connect with others just like me, and um, we will discuss whether it's, it can be something as small as Um, uh, the way that we're writing a headline in an ad that can change my conversions on, on a project from, you know, bring it up, you know, 5% and 5%, you know, depending on the size of the project could be, you know, quite a bit of money. So masterminding and having these conversations like you were talking about is it's just, it's just so important. And I, I, the one thing that I think that should be said also about JVing and partnering and networking is, I, I think that uh, everybody puts – with all the conversations I've had with people within the change community, there's this big – like like it's a big word, JV. Like oh, you know, joint venture is this huge word of like, well, I don't know how to do that. I don't have contracts, and I don't have this, and I don't have that. you know. And so people are afraid to just reach out and, and ask somebody. But I can tell you right now the majority of the, of the most successful joint ventures I've had have come from a conversation where we're talking about something completely different. Or I'm at a live event somewhere and I'm just hanging around talking with somebody at lunch or something. And they're they're like, Oh, you know, what's your, you know, what is the, this product do? And then I tell them, I'm like, Oh, my audience is perfect for that. How um, do you guys have a JV program? And and I say, Oh yeah, we, we, we always customize it. That's what I always say to everybody. I always customize it. I I already know what my JV program is, but what I want to do is take away the sales portion of the conversation Instead of saying, well, yeah, here's what I give, you know, you do this, you get this. And that's just how the whole thing is. I say, Oh, we always customize it. You know, a lot of times people will mail for us. I'll give them 50% of the sale up front and the 20% of the residuals. And, and I'll throw some, a few numbers out just to test the waters and see how they're thinking. They're like, Oh, I've never done it that way. Right. Every single time it's just a conversation. It's not a business sales call where you're trying to call somebody up and say, Hey, we do the same thing. We should work together. It's, it's, you know, really build a relationship first if there's a good fit there because um, you may not like the person that you're talking with, and they might have a great audience, but you, maybe you don't want your audience connected to them because, it, you know, in the long run it can make you look bad. So get to know people. Have a conversation with them. Talk about what's going on, but just throw it out there. Hey, I have no idea how to work together with you on this. I have no clue. I've never, you know, I've never uh, put together a JV with somebody, um, you know, that has a business like yours. Let's talk about that. How, how would you think we should do it? It's that easy? I mean, uh, just start the conversation. The very, very worst thing that could come out of it is someone saying, "You know, I'm not interested in a JV." That is not that bad. <laughs> you still have a relationship, you
1: know. You know, and that's. I think that's a perfect thing for people to hear is that it doesn't necessarily have to go the way that you think it's going to go in your mind. Um, Rich and I, he had he had mentioned how did we even get started working together after this? We actually decided to do. a a program with someone else, so it was going to be three of us doing it, and we just found after a little while that it just wasn't working, and it just wasn't getting to where we needed it to go, and so we just switched gears and said, well, hey, what if we do something like this? I know you want to do this. I want to do this, and that fit seemed to work, and it actually gave us the ability to then kind of build off one another. And so it, they don't always work. They're not what you always think they're going to be. And I think that's probably the best part about it is that, you know, all these things, thoughts that we have in our head that we want it to be this way, sometimes it's good that it doesn't turn out that way. <laughs> You'll find I know I've yeah. found that you find something better when you just build that relationship first and see what happens from that rather than trying to force it. So right, right. do you have any any stories from your past of people that you thought, man, I will never be able to work with this person or this could never happen and then something opens up. Do you have anything oh, like that from the past?
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember um one of one of the big marketing um one of the big marketing guys out there that I that I'm friends with, when I first met him, um he, he's you know, one of the top names in the marketing industry, right? And he and I I remember I was invited to go to this event and I felt so lucky because um, I got the, the, like, Hey, I want you to come be a fly on the wall. I paid this, you know, my, my, my other friend had paid $25,000 for a one day mastermind. And so in this room where, where there was going to be this, this group of the, you know, some of the top names out there in the speaking world, and they're all coming together to, um, you know, kind of mastermind and pull together, you know, like, hey, I'm weak here and who can help me and you know, they and they they gamified it was a really cool mastermind that I'll come be a fly on the wall, sit in the back of the room and watch how they're doing this so we can kind of figure out how to market our own company into something like this. So when I'm there, um, you know, they invite me to participate in a lot of this stuff. And next thing you know, the guy who's running this um connects with me afterwards, he says, Hey, he said, you know, You and I are very similar. We both did infomercial. We both had call center experience. We've done all these different things. Let's have lunch next week and figure out what, you know, if there's a way that we can work together. And so um, I jumped on the opportunity because again, these guys, this is somebody I looked up to and was like, wow, this is like such a huge name. And now here we are, you know, seven years later uh, and we're very good friends. You know, we, we talk, uh, we we talk all the time. He'll uh, we, we, you know, text and call and do all the different things. Every time he has a, a new product coming out. He'll ask me to come in. Hey, could you want to take a look at this? And as a matter of fact, he had a new product coming out. It was a, a huge shift into a new market. And he called me and said, Hey, uh, you know, you're the only guy I trust with these phone numbers. I want to test a, um, a new system. And uh, I want to call these, you the, uh, know, do these sales calls, but I don't want anyone else touching because I don't want anyone having them. Right. And so I, I just said no problem. When's your live event? And um, I dropped what I was doing and I, and I just became a telesales guy for him and just pick, you know pick up the phone and just started dialing for dollars for him, um, and and it was very successful. And then we built a whole sales program out of it. So for me, what that did was that one event not only put me in touch and and, and you know created this powerful relationship, but that opened the doors to everybody else in the industry because of how big his name was. When something, when somebody out there said, hey, I need the, to do this, or someone said, hey, I need to write a script for my call center, they'd say, call Kyle. And so that one right. day, just being a fly on the wall, created this one relationship that had now opened up the doors to um, the, the biggest of the biggest guys out there. And then a lot of times, I'll, you know, if I'm at a live event and I, and I see somebody and they're like, oh, uh, where do I know you from? And I said, oh, man, you know, I met you over at this event over here with Alex or whatever it is. They always, oh, yeah, boom, right into it. So that one relationship has opened up so many doors over the years for me that um, I can't even, you know, describe how much it did for my business my career.
1: That's, That's awesome. Fine. And, I, you know, I think that people don't realize that people are just people. And uh, giving them the opportunity to build a relationship you, with you as well is what creates all of that. And like you said, nobody's going to do business with you if they don't like you. Um, Even if it's something that's going to make a lot of money, um, they might at the beginning and then it always turns sour. So I think one of the things that I'm hearing from you over and over, Kyle, is, you know, you've got to build those relationships with people. See how it feels. Listen to their story. Does their story mesh with your story? Is that, am I getting the right vibe from that? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, um, Relationships
2: are, are key to, to business. Um, unless you're selling a, a widget, you know, if you're selling some sort of a little gadget, it just has to be better than the next gadget. But when you're doing what we do, relationships are everything. And so, um, you know, don't be afraid to, to, to jump on the phone and, and you know, talk about w- what got you to where you are today, whether it's positive or negative. We know in business we've all had ups and downs you know, where we are doing great. And then suddenly things fall off. I mean, I uh, it, it's happened to me. It's happened to a lot of the guys close to me. And so when you have these, when you, when you're vulnerable and you say things to people, you tell people um, about what's going on in your, with, with yourself, right. And, or, or if you're um, we'll tell them, you know, Hey, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm lost in this one area right there. That vulnerability allows people to trust you more because you're not afraid to just put it out there when, when you're, beating your chest all the time and saying I'm the best. Right. I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, um, cause it's kind of like the norm for someone to introduce you and say, Oh, he's a guru in this or guru in that. I'm like, I'm not a guru in anything. I'm just a guy who figured out a lot of ways to do things that make me money and make a lot of people money. And so, um, but I'm in no way a guru in marketing or sales. Right. And so I, if I'm a, so when I see guys out there that, that say, they are a guru, I'm a marketing guru. Most of the time, they're not. And I, um, have a hard time trusting them because they're, you know, maybe it's just their positioning or whatever it is, but I mean, I've seen too many of, uh, too many of them that, that are really, are not, you know, and I, I'd, I'd rather have somebody say, you know, Hey, I'm really good at this one little piece here. And then I'm like, well, wait a second, you're great at this, uh, one piece, but I've seen you be successful in all these 10 things over here. <laughs> like you're amazing. You're better than me at all 10 of these things. Plus, but you tell me only this one thing your great thing. Like, yeah, that's what I'm best at. And so those type of, those type of people are like, be humble and, and just, you know, let people know you know who you are and, and, and be great at what you're great at. That's the thing that I uh, I think that we uh, have a hard time with when you're a speaker, author, trainer, and you're out there doing, especially in the beginning when you're, you don't have a large budget. And you're like, well, I have to learn how to do social media. I have to learn how to do this. I have to learn how to do that. And you overwhelm yourself with all these, all these big tasks. And it's like, you know, stop. Be great at what you're great at. And if, if you want to dive into social media, find one place that you can become great at. Pick one. Pick Twitter or Facebook or Snapchat or whatever it is. Become great at that. Then add a second one. But when you can afford to, bring somebody in that can actually work with you on that, especially on the strategy side of uh, there's so much more to, um, you know, your business and marketing and, and social media only all these things than just just doing, right? Yes, it's important to get out there and get going, but strategizing and putting a plan together and actually then executing the plan is where you're gonna, going to be successful. So, sorry, I know I kind of turned off there a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I can't help it sometimes.
0: No, I, this <laughs> no, has been a, a great conversation. And I only want to emphasize it just to emphasize it for the listeners that You know, remember the key word that we've been saying the entire time. I mean, we're going on 40 minutes now, and the one key word, there's been a, a couple great words that have been thrown around here, but relationships. Kyle has said it multiple times throughout the interview. Lawrence has said it multiple times throughout this interview. We've all said it. Relationships are key. And build those relationships with, with people, with colleagues, collaborators, build your connections. You know, there's that, that saying that I'm sure you've seen it on a meme ton, tons of times. If you want to increase your net worth, you have to increase your network. And how do you do that is by building quality relationships with people and letting them see who you are and Uh, Kyle has given tons of just gems and insights throughout the entire interview. So Kyle, thank you so much. Do you have any other parting words other than just what you've already said about building quality relationships and letting people see who you are and allowing them to connect with you as a person and, you know, draw inspiration from your story. Do you have any other closing words that you want to part the good people with?
2: Yeah, I'll close with this. Be fearless. Right, as entrepreneurs. Um you're kind of you're you're wide open. When you label yourself an entrepreneur, you 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 put out to the world I can do anything, right? I'm not afraid to do anything. I can I am going to create something over here that doesn't exist, right? And that's what, what we do as entrepreneurs. Fear will hold you back from getting to those those, you know, to get getting to where you want to be. So be fearless. Do not ever look at somebody. I think or, you know. I'm not sure which one of you said it earlier, but someone you know. One of you said that people are just people, uh, and that is the truth. I mean, people. I think we have a tendency to to see um, the 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 movie stars and the rock stars and the the big speakers and the you know all we see these people and we're just like, man, they're so amazing. Oh, I, I'd love, I don't even know what I'd say if I met them. You, 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 kind of, you build it up in your own head of who they really are.
1: Mm-hmm. But you have
2: no idea who they are until you actually right. meet them. And, and I've, and so be fearless, reach out to anybody. It does not matter, um, you know, who they are or what they've done or what they might not have done, because I can tell you right now, if they are at the top of their game today, one day they were at the bottom of their game and they had to get there. You have to be an amateur before you can become a pro. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid to just reach out to that pro and say, Hey, I'm an amateur and I'm striving to be a pro just like you. Here's where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. I think there's a way we can work together because I love your message and your message would reach my audience perfectly. How, what, what do you think? Is there a way we can do something together? Just make the phone call. Worst thing they can do is say no. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So That's exactly. it. Be fearless. Don't be afraid.
0: This is awesome. I love it. And and I would only ride on that just a moment just to say and Kyle, I'm sure you can back me up on Lawrence, I'm sure you can as well. It's it's crazy when you build people up in your mind and then you meet them, especially these people that have done it. You know, they've built these six-figure, seven-figure and beyond businesses. These people are just people. Some of them are the, the most beautiful, kind hearted people. You would never know that this guy or this gal is worth gazillions or that they've built empires and they just, they, they treat you just like a person. And it's, it's just as easy to reach out and just say hello. It, just like you said, Kyle. And it, it's, it's funny when you meet these, you know, these mega rock stars and you say, wow, this person is just a person just like me. They're, you know they they like ice cream. They like going for walks. They're they're normal. It's cool. <laughs> you know, like Man. you know,
2: what? and to back that up, I, I agree a thousand percent with what you're saying. And, and if they're where they are, if they are at that high of a peak, the one thing that they understand better than anybody out there, like, you when you're when you've made it there, the one thing that, that you know is you would have never made it there without the relationships and you never know when you're going to shake hands with, with, with tomorrow's rock star, especially mm-hmm. in our industry. It's very easy or, or, you know, you know, we see it all the time where somebody shifts and moves to the top. And if you were not, you know, kind to somebody who moves to the top, how, how do you expect them to ever work with you? And these guys know it. So when you reach out to people, you know, same thing when people reach out to you, be kind because you never know when that next rock star is being, you know, the rock stars of tomorrow are being born today and they're being born on the internet and they're being born on the, on the stage. They are not being, you know, born, you know, not, they're not TV and sports and all that. The future is not going to be there. You're going to have more stars coming out of the internet in different places. And so any one of us in this community can be that star, right? And so just that's the way you look at it. Be fearless. I'm the next star. I'm going to rise to the top. And I'm going to meet people along the way and make those relationships.
1: I love it. Exactly.
0: That's awesome. Lawrence, do you have anything else for Kyle?
1: Uh, I just love listening to Kyle talk. He's, you can tell that he talks from the heart and that it's working. Yeah. And if that's one of the keys when, when you're when you're talking to somebody and listening to them and trying to figure out where they're coming from and where you want to go to, you can feel – that person, and you can feel the power behind what they're saying because they're actually living that life. And that's um, one of the wonderful things about this Change Book Radio show is that we actually get to feel the passion from all those folks. And uh, to go along with that, you know, align those passions with those other co authors and see if something fits. If it doesn't, you know, that's like Kyle was saying, all they can do is say, well, you know what? No, I don't think this is working for me right now, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, if you get a feeling about something from someone jump out there, be fearless. Like Kyle said, I think that's the thing that I, I took from this. I wrote it down a couple times is just be fearless. And I just, I love everything he has to say.
0: Definitely. Go ahead, Rich. Kyle, thank you so much for being our guest today. Uh, listeners, if you missed Anything that Kyle said throughout the interview. Just a reminder: all the episode, all the episodes are archived on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. So the second time you listen to it, make sure you've got a pad and uh, pen ready. Take those notes. And this has been a great radio show, Kyle. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Very soon, let's let's get another conference call and make those things happen that we spoke of uh, a couple days ago.
2: Sounds good. Thank you very much for having me, guys.
0: All right, talk to you soon, Kyle.
2: All
0: right. All right, Lawrence. So, how are you feeling after today's radio show, my friend?
1: Awesome. I'm not gonna steal your line, but uh, uh you know, I, I think it's <laughs> I think that the I, I think the main thing is that you know, don't be afraid to reach out to people. We say it every single week. Reach out to someone, reach out to us even. And um uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you want your life to be different, you have to do different things. So yep. you know, maybe if you're afraid you need to stop being afraid. Uh maybe if you're tired of looking out the window you need to walk out the front door uh whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're afraid of do one of those little things every day that that you're afraid of and see how it turns okay. out you know now i'm not saying go s- swim with a great white shark without a cage <laughs> <laughs> but it can be done just be just be smart about it just get out there and face your fears folks
0: right <laughs> excellent ah uh... I don't know. Yeah, what. I don't want. I don't
1: want that email that says, "Oh, thanks, Lawrence. I don't have a leg now." You told me to yeah, go yeah. jump
0: with a great white shark. Yeah, be be smart, everybody. Be smart. And uh, <laughs> what 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 statement? What, what were you saying a moment ago about you don't want to steal my line or steal my thunder? What what what, do I, what was uh what was that about?
1: This do is I, that it's your that's your favorite show of all time.
0: Oh yeah! Well, you know it's true. I, this is my favorite show. My favorite episode today. <laughs> so, well, well, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners what you always tell them about, you know, rating and reviewing?
1: Well, you just did. Hey, folks, go to iTunes, go into the search box, type in the Change Book Radio Show, rate us, review us listen to some of the old episodes, rate them, review them, um, so that we can get this message of just amazing amounts of knowledge to everybody out there. So please, if you could do that for us, that would be awesome. Uh, Otherwise, keep listening, keep writing. You know, there are thousands of people out there whose voices need to be heard. Uh, Reach out, let them know what uh, Jim and Jim have done for you, and see if we can hear their story as well.
0: Certainly and just a reminder to connect with people like Jim Britt, Jim Lutz, Kyle McHugh, the one and only Lawrence Pipkin or any of the other co authors from the entire book series, go into Facebook. I'm sure you're on it. We've got a free public group. All you have to do in your in your keyword search up at the top is just type in the change book group and or the change book and you'll find the group will pop up you just join it right then and there you'll be approved and it's a wonderful opportunity to meet co-founders jim Britton, jim Lutz, to connect with all the co-authors we're you know uh 12 books deep 200 plus co-authors from over 20 countries around the globe all kinds of value and coaches speakers, trainers, authors, leaders, entrepreneurs, people that have shared their stories, they've shared their passion in throughout the book series. And this is your opportunity to connect with them personally. And just like Kyle said, just like Lawrence said, this is a great opportunity to reach out and connect with them, build that relationship start improving and increasing your network. And it's right there on Facebook. It's absolutely free and we welcome you. Uh, Be sure to reach out to us, say hello, tell us that you listened on the radio show. We'd love to give you a virtual high five and connect with you there on Facebook. And if you want some uh, free training for your leadership team, go to our website, vortexmastermind.com and connect with Lawrence Pipkin and myself. Got some, free mp3s for you your leadership team your sales team maybe you're a new coach you want some mindset performance enhancement training training go and get that we'd be glad to hook you up with some more goodies as well i don't have anything else lawrence if you don't then we'll bid the good people farewell sounds great all right everybody we'll see you next week same time same channel thanks and be excellent